Welcome back everybody to Off the Dome and today we've got a very special episode for you and what I mean by special episode is more off-season fodder yeah more off-season content grind we're finding stuff to talk about until some exciting stuff starts happening basically um I'm in college now there you go there's there's my uh there's my yeah let's start with that how's that how's that been first good it's good I guess I don't know um I'm here. Uh, I moved in. My room looks pretty nice, I'd say. Uh, that's all I got to say. I don't know. It's. I like my room. I like my school. Uh, it's a little weird doing this com- completely virtually, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, I- I'm getting into it. You know, it's working. It's working. It's working good. Hopefully, we can keep this going. Let them see the flag that's right behind your head. Oh yeah, I didn't place that very well. Off we got an off the dome flag. Off the dome flag. And the like freeze and the the like freeze zone is by no what 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 do you There you go. <laughs> right there. Right there. So uh we are well set up to do things. Um I'm sorry, if I do this, you can't hear me very well because my microphone is like right here. It's right here. So um I'm gonna try my best to stay close and not do that. So today I think we're gonna do. We're gonna start out. Jonah said that Jonah has some uh, hot take. Not hot takes. You have some start bench cuts for us to do. Yes, I do have start bench cuts. But before we start that, we're going to. I just wanted to remind you. Uh, hit subscribe on the YouTube channel. Uh, make sure to like this video up. And if you're on spot watching us or listening to us on Spotify, make sure to leave a comment in the Q and A or uh, leave us a five star rating. All that stuff. Just make sure to uh, give us some love for this video. We're going to try to make this one a bit shorter because I know that you guys you know, had a bit of a, a drag with that two-hour one last time, but we just loved having Matt on. Matt's a great guy, so uh, we just wanted to make that one really long for you. But we're going to try to shorten this one up just a lot, like a lot, just so you know everyone who wants to watch it can watch it in a decent amount of time. So, Jonah, let's – and without further ado, let's start with these start bench cuts. All right, so these are all going to be like these players in their prime. All right, okay. and they're prime. So we're gonna do we're gonna do prime. There's there's a couple of these, and then I have a couple would you rather NBA questions that are pretty good. So in their prime, Carl Anthony Towns, okay, Anthony Davis, Blake Griffin. I mean, I feel like this one's pretty obvious. Is it? All right. Do you do you want me to go first? Yeah. All right. All right. Start. Prime. I think I think start is obvious. Start is prime Anthony Davis. Yes. Yes, because prime Anthony Davis. Like MVP candidate right there. I'd think, say bench. Blake Griffin, prime Blake Griffin. Because pl- you think so? Because I mean, like obviously he had better. I mean, I'm not gonna say I'm picking. I'm picking him for his highlights, but his highlights were a big thing. Also, his team won a playoff series. So that's another big thing for me. On top of that, I don't know Blake Griffin. Just he he's a he was a better player. And Carl Anthony Towns never really made it past the realm. And I guess cut Carl Anthony Towns. He never made it past the realm of, I'd say, like, lower-level all-star. Never. So, Blake Griffin. He very well still could. I know he could. Oh, this is a really good one. Larry Bird, Tim Duncan, Magic Johnson. Larry Bird. Larry Bird, Tim Larry Bird, Tim Duncan, Magic Johnson. That's not easy. I'll go. I'll go first. This one. All right. All right. I start Larry Bird. Okay. Ooh. You're starting Larry over Magic. 
Yes. Okay. Okay, what's the height on magic? I gotta ask. What's your what's your drag on magic? Larybird's better. How? Explain. I gotta hear it because uh, most people I'd say think that magic is the top five player of all time, and Larry is not as much in that conversation as magic is. Magic's not top five. But explain why you think magic is worse than Larry Bird. Because starting to, it's always been. I think magic is bumped up a little bit because he's seen as the greatest point guard of all time. Now. I still think he is, but it's not as much of a runaway as it as it used to be. So my question is, you know, you see the championships that Magic has won. What tells you that Magic winning more championships than Larry Bird has less of a case than Larry? Also, Magic has more MVPs. Magic's... Okay, Larry's teams were very good. Magic's teams were better. Do you think that that might be because Magic just made his teams better? No, it's because Magic had Kareem. But you also got to remember, this is tail end of his career, Kareem, which probably was Who just... Who still won finals MVP. That's true. He did still win finals MVP. He's the oldest finals MVP ever, and he was dominant. But you also got to remember, Larry Bird played with all-star center Robert Parrish. Robert Parrish is not anyone to is, stop that. Is is Robert Parrish as good as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? He's not, but I'm just saying that you can't scoff at an all-star center like. I'm not scoff. I'm not scoffing. I'm just saying the Lakers teams were better. And you also can't say anything about Kevin McHale. No, Kevin McHale's a dog. Exactly. I mean, I'd say he's better than James Worthy all time. Yeah, it's not by a lot, but I'd say yeah. So you've got a case of uh, two and then I teams. and then I. I bench Magic and I cut Tim. As much as that hurts to say, I do cut Tim. See, for me, I would have just switched Larry and Magic. It hurts to cut Tim because I know Tim is very... I Tim, love Tim. Tim Duncan has a good case for top 10 player of all time. I'm not here to debate whether he is or isn't right now, but... Oh, he, I think he's solidified top 10. Easy. He's, he's easily in my top 10. But I genuinely think Tim Duncan's one of the greatest players to ever touch a basketball and definitely the greatest power forward to ever touch a basketball. Mm -hmm. So, that's something that, the, I don't know. This next one's a good one. So, all, all again, all prime, because two of these three have had serious injuries. Dame. Dame. Derrick Rose, John Wall. Dame, Derrick Rose. As far as in their prime, because at the, at the height of, like, at their peak, these three players, like, they're dang good. People forget that John Wall was, like, Gross. All right. I'll tell you this. I have, I have my, I have so, my stuff. So I'd say for me, at prime, just the best that they have ever been in their career. Yes. Number one is Derrick Rose. Yes. Start Derrick Rose. I agree. I think Derrick Rose is the greatest. Is the greatest? No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry. I think Derrick Rose is one of the. Is he's the youngest MVP of all time? Led his team to the conference finals. I mean, great player. What, what was the greatest you were about to say? What were you about to say? I, I don't know what I was about to say. I just went to greatest. Were you going to say, like, the greatest athlete, the point guard position? I mean, Because he's, yeah. he's one of them. No, no, yeah, yeah. But I, I wasn't going to say that. I just don't know where I was going with that. My, my John bench, Wall's another one of those. My bench is Damian Lillard because yes, Damian Lillard has led his team to uh, – he led his team to Western Conference Finals. Basically – I wouldn't say by himself because he had C.J. McCollum, but he led, his, he led his team to a conference finals with him and C.J. McCollum. And that was it, because 
Yusuf Nurkic was out, so it was Ennis Cantor playing center for that team. John John Wall also got. Didn't he get to an Eastern Conference Finals? John Wall never made it past the first round. They got to the playoffs, which I they shouldn't have, considering what their roster looked like besides him and Beal. So their starting center was Marcin Gortat. And one thing that I will always say is that John Wall made Marcin Gortat look good. Like, Marcin mm -hmm. Gortat got an 80 overall in NBA 2K because John Wall was passing That's to him. That's still crazy. John Wall was passing to him. That's why. So it's That's a good, wild. It's just a case of John Wall makes any player he, he plays with look better. But in the end, Damian Lillard is Dame time. You can't, I mean, you can't hate mm -hmm. on Dame I time. agree. And it hurts. Like, Dame and Derrick Rose, too. That's a very tough argument for me. But Derrick Rose won an MVP, and that's really all I mm -hmm. need. All the proof I but need. Derrick Rose was, was the best point guard in the league at one point. He was. now Definitively. Now, I could 100% debate whether he deserved that 2011 MVP because LeBron 100% could have okay. won it well, as well. When, when your competition is LeBron. Yeah. You know, there's voter fatigue. I get that. He was he was in his second year. The fact that he was even in the conversation is, is no, mind-boggling. It's, cra it's crazy, yeah. So what's your next one? All right, I've got I've got two more for the start bench cuts. I'll save the 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 best one in my opinion for last. Okay. So this next one will be all in their prime, not all time where they're at in their prime. Kyrie, Steph, Russell Westbrook. All right, all right, all right. I think there's one answer for start. Oh, Steph is start. Thank you. Steph is. I thought you were gonna say Russ is now. Russ's MVP year is crazy. Steph could arguably but. be be Steph could arguably be the greatest point guard of all time. I'm not saying he is, but that's I'm saying the, he has a that's case. That's the point because he said that the other day, and then Michael Jordan said Magic is the best point guard of all time, and Steph is the best shooter of all time. So Ma so Michael Jordan says Magic, but Steph says Steph. Well, because Michael that's Jordan the first time played against Magic, so I mean, I think Steph has a case for it, and I would he's the only one that does. Only one that does. Only player. And that's that's where, yeah. Now Okay. Who do you bench? Let me let, let me hear it. This is tough because you think about mm -hmm. it. Kyrie right here. I I'm gonna explain my reasoning. I'm gonna explain my thought process before I explain my reasoning. Russell Westbrook won an MVP, averaged a triple double in a season. Mm -hmm. Most the first person since like the seventies to do it. Absolutely insane. The only person to do it. It will didn't did Jokic ever no he didn't almost and I can't even say that his play doesn't lead to wins because like his, his Thunder teams did relatively well but now I'm not saying a but yet there's no but yet yeah and then Kyrie Irving one of the uh, one of the greatest finals performances from a point guard I've seen in my life anyway from uh, when I uh, when we basically he basically ended the series with that like clutch he, three. He has a case for that finals MVP because yeah. he was consistent in that finals. Also greatest ball handler of all time, Kyrie Irving. Yes. That MVP is lacking, but also you can't but and the one thing one, you know, crux on Kyrie and Russ that I will both say is neither of them can be the leader of a championship team. They're problematic. Yes, but we're talking about on the court, and I'm saying on the court, neither of them can be a, cha a leader of a championship team. Just I don't think Russ can be on a championship team. I'm going to be completely honest. I mean, he almost won one, though. That's the thing. He won he made it to the finals with the Thunder. 
I'm not saying he's a, he wasn't the leader of that team, but he was the second best player on that team. Oh, he was very much not the leader of that team. I just don't. I just don't think. I'm a Russ hater. Okay, I think Russ, in terms of all time, that one season catapults him up so far. Yeah. I'm one of the people that says he's a stat pattern. Granted, he is still one of the, he's he's the most athletic point guard I like ever. I think he's a stat pattern. I mean, I don't think most. But people, I think he's a stat pattern. I don't think I, I don't he's think still solid. Yeah. Especially now, he's still he's solid now. He's still a good point guard now. It's just I could change my mind tomorrow, but start people, people rank him too high. I can change my mind tomorrow, but start Steph, bench Kyrie, cut Russ. That's I can, what I would do. I can change my mind tomorrow because yeah. I honestly think Russ could very well just as just as just as much be in that bench, and I would not scoff disagree whatsoever at all. Because it's prime, again. Mm-hmm. This, so this is the best one. Wilt Chamberlain, Shaquille O'Neal, Bill Russell. Oh, this isn't hard for me. Is it? No, it's not hard for me at all. Okay. Who? Can Bill? I go first on this one? Yeah, sure. You start Shaq. You bench Bill. You cut Wilt. You start Shaq. There is one center ever that I take over Shaq, and his name is Kareem. He's the most dominant thing that has ever existed. I agree with the. I agree with in the basketball. Cut. I agree with the cut wilt. I agree with the cut wilt. I I figured that you were gonna put Bill and start. And it's it's weird for me because I'll like every once in a while, like I will underrate Bill Russell, and then people will give me reasons why I should be properly rating him, and then I'll overrate Bill Russell, and then people will tell me, oh, you need to think down, think a little less of him. I think that Bill Russell comes, is unquestionably a top ten player of all time. Unquestionably. Yes, I would. Yes, unquestionably. And yes, I, I think agree. that there is a genuine question whether Shaq is or not. Whoa. Now, do I think he's top? He's in my top ten. I think Shaq should be top ten. But I think 100%. that there's hundred percent. I think that Shaq is not as unquestionably top ten. Shaq as is fringe Bill top Russell five. Shaq I is one of the greatest just, players to ever play. If we're going to look at the, I mean, obviously there's the championship argument, but we can all we can talk. I mean, Bill Russell played with 12 teams in the league. Like, there's obviously he did that. You also got to think. First of all, the reason why Bill Russell's better than Wilt Chamberlain all time, or just going to tell you straight up. I mean, Wilt Chamberlain played the same time as Bill Russell. Bill Russell won every single time against him in the, in the <laughs> championships. Like, Wilt Chamberlain doesn't have anything. I'm sorry. Like. He all those. I, if those I, stats are true, I think Wilt goes up a little bit. But there's a there's a question of whether some of his stats are true. Why did he score a hundred points in a game, and why wasn't uh, why wasn't it ninety nine? Why wasn't it a hundred and one? I don't know. It's just how it was. That's a weird argument for that, but okay. I mean, like no, but you got to think about it. Why would he? It's just all these stats just look too much like uh, just people trying to make the time sound better. So, I guess coming down to it, Bill Russell, top five of all time for me. I have to start him. Shaq, I gotta, I gotta bench him. Whoa. I don't think that's, I don't think that's like crazy. No, though. it's not outlandish or to say, but it, I think it is outlandish to say that Shaq is. You don't say that Shaq is not top ten, but you said that. I say there's. You an really argument. think that? I don't think there is. I'd say, I mean, Shaq is it for me. He's the third. He's the third best center of all time. I goes Kareem, Bill, Shaq, and then I mean Hakeem after that. 
but that's just where I am. I don't know. That's where I, that's that's kind of where I rated him. I mean, you've got to think about MVP awards too. Like Bill Russell won four, Shaq won was it three? I think. I think he's three. And I mean, I don't know. Shaq also won all his championships with a really darn good player by his side every time, and I feel like Bill Russell didn't always do that. But only one of those championships, that player was better than him. No, you're right. But none of those because championships. Co- but because none of the Kobe champ- at the time, Kobe with literally anyone else, Kobe's the best player on the team, except for Shaq. No, you're right. But you've got to think, Bill Russell, every all 11 championships that he won, he was the best player on that team. And he I mean, won be- like th- two or three without... Bob Cousy, so... I mean, yeah, because the only player he really ever had on his team was Cousy. I mean, he had Havlicek towards the end, too. Towards the end, Young yes. Havlicek. That's and when Havlicek wasn't as as good yet. And then Sam Jones for a little bit, too. <coughs> but, I don't know. I'm, if I'm going to be honest with you, and if you're, if I'm going to be, like, completely unbiased, and if, if I'm going to play by the aspect of who do I think would win in a one-on-one right now, it's going to be Shaq, just because... Oh, goodness. I, th- I thought you were going to say something crazy. No, it's, it would be Shaq, but I'm also looking at how they played in, re- in, like, in relative, relative, relatively to their time, and obviously Bill Russell had, I'd say, like you know easier competition, but mm-hmm. he, did, he did better with his competition than Shaq did against his competition. So Yeah, like Shaq went up against like Hakeem, like all those... Yeah, all those guys, Hakeem, David Robinson, those like big dudes. You also got to think though, Bill Russell. If you've seen some of his highlights, he's he's done things where he could like make a he like jump from the free throw line to get a layup and stuff like that. Like he's not. No, he's an athlete. Yes, very athletic. And like, there's videos of him being athletic. Unlike Wilt. There's oh, there's videos of Wilt. I don't have a doubt in my mind that Wilt was athletic. Wilt well, no, was one yeah. of the best athletes ever. There is video of him reaching over the backboard. I'll give you that. There's video of him like touching the top of the backboard. Yeah, but there's no video of him lifting, outlifting Arnold Schwarzenegger, which I think is kind of cap. So, I don't know. That's right. just my now I, thoughts. Now I have a couple would-you-rather questions. So there's one on here that I'm not going to ask you because you're biased. <laughs> Would you rather have prime Dennis Rodman or prime Draymond? That's a good one. I take I okay, take wait, Dennis wait. Rodman. For me though, this is my genuine question. Mm. What for? What do I want them for? Because I feel like they are. Different. I think you want them for the same thing. No, because if I want if I want rebounding, I'm going Dennis Rodman, no questions asked. But if I want playmaking, I'm going Draymond Green. Just who would you rather have? Forget situation. Who would you rather have? Because I think Dennis Rodman gives you more. No, yeah. I mean, he's a better player all time. At a power forward position, I need solid rebounding. And Draymond is a solid enough rebounder. But he's 6... No, I was about to say he's 6'7", but same, Dennis Rodman is uh, the same uh, height. Dennis yeah. is like 6'6". Six, six. They're, the they're like the same height, so... Dennis is just one of the greatest minds. What's crazy to say is he's one of the greatest minds in basketball history. Because if you heard that man talk about how, getting rebounds, it's crazy to listen to. Yeah, I I, agree. I I have to agree. That's just where would I, I don't you, know. Ooh, this is a good one. Would you rather be the worst player on a great team or the best player on a bad team? Basically, me, would you rather would you rather be like a guy that comes off the bench on a championship team or the star player on like the Pistons? 
Jonah. I gotta think about feeding my family, man. <laughs> and you see, coming off the bench for a championship team, <coughs> that championship team got that championship team got to be over that luxury tax, right? So they're gonna be paying me like a minimum, maybe, may, maybe they, you know, like me enough to pay me like six, eight million dollars a year. But as a star player on a championship team, you know how much I'd be making. A star player on a bad team. Oh, sorry, on a bad team, you know how much I'd be making. I mean, I don't know. Look at Lamelo Ball. Look at Lamelo Ball right now. How much is he? Ma how much is that boy making? Hold on. Also, think of be thinking of like a uh, who's a who's an off the bench guy for the um, for the Nuggets. Let's the, say like the Nuggets. You want me to so, be Bruce Brown? Bruce Brown's solid. Hold on, Bruce Brown. I mean, he got paid this offseason though. Annual salary. So even with him getting paid, let's see, Bruce Brown's annual salary is. He got paid a lot by the Pacers. That's too much. Yeah. Twenty two point five. Oh, uh, let's think like Jeff Green. Well, what did Jeff Green make? Because he's a good off-the-bench player for the Nuggets. Oh, he's also old. He's on a veteran minimum. So he's going to get paid less. I'll look up LaMelo's first. No, no, no. Look up Contavious Caldwell-Pope. I think that's the that's perfect. Who I'll, that's who I'll look up. Yeah. LaMelo is making so, money. What? I gotta what? Put, see, I got to feed my family, man. You know what I'm saying? I can't make that. I can't. No. What's, who said that? Who said that quote? Was that Was that Rasheed Wallace that said, I got to feed my No, it wasn't. It was Latrell Sprewell. No, was it Bruce Bowen, maybe? Somebody, it looks like LaMelo Ball hasn't. He signed a big one this this offseason. I don't think so. I think so. In 2023-24, Ball will earn a base salary of $10 million. Okay. So he is not. He's still on a very small contract. So hold on. So who's another guy? LaMelo Ball, new contract. Five years, $260 million, starting next year. Starting next year, okay. Five years, 260. Lot. Yeah. That boy's making bank for a bad team. Kentavious. You know what? Sorry, Dustin. Dustin is probably listening to this. Dustin is a Hornets fan. Sorry, Dustin. But you have to admit, they're not great. So, basically, you're asking, would I move to Charlotte or Denver? Well, Denver, you, you'll have some, like, breathing problems because of you're not used to the... The air up there. Contavious Caldwell Pope gets paid twelve. Okay, that's twenty eighteen. I was gonna say. How much is KCP's contract? I mean, he's a decent contract. Two years, thirty mil. That's too much. I mean, he's a good. He's a good role player. I mean, he's shown that he can be a, a good role player on a championship team. Next year, he'll earn fourteen mil. That's too much. <laughs> I mean, that is that is good though. Mm. I I love KCP, but. Uh -uh. I'm sorry. See, I've gone back and forth. I've thought about this before. And I was about to say good best player on a championship team. Or best player on a bad team, sorry. But man, let me ride the bench on the Nuggets. <coughs> you get championships. Let me ride that bench. Think about it. Yeah. I get ch I get championships. I get You're to get my I get to get my picture with the Larry O'Brien trophy. For not doing anything. I get to be Jeremy Lin over here. Like Jeremy Lin. Yeah. I was just, I was literally about to say Jeremy Lin. Like, what's what's the downside? Oh, I get paid $100 million less? Who needs $100 million? I got 10 mil. That's fine. That's all I need. Yeah. Even a even a base salary is a lot of money. See, I'll just... I get $10 million a year for my entire career and then just be really... Have a good personality and then get hired by ESPN after. And there you go. That's That's, that's a life right there.
See, you don't need a good personality to get hired by ESPN, but, you know. I mean, that's true. Paul Pierce. That's true, that's true. He did get fired, so. Yeah. I'll, I digress. Okay. Um, here, I have a couple more. This is this is a good question. Would you rather have Ben Simmons take a free throw to save your life or have Steph dunk in a game to save your life? Who? Which would you rather have to save your life? You can only choose one. Ben Simmons, make make one single free throw. He doesn't get two free throws. Make one free throw, one of one, or have Steph dunk in a game. So I get like, so basically it's like a situation of I, I'm sitting at a basketball court and I'm like, hey Ben Simmons, if you make that free throw, I live. I don't think you. I don't think you can tell him, because or, then or, or, Steph will be be trying to dunk. You know. So or I just turn on a game. Yes. And it's also asking like, which one would you bet on? Uh. If if you could bet on those things. And I so basically it's like I pick a random game, and I have to hope Steph Curry dunks in it. <laughs> so so Steph Curry gets the entire game. And he gets, and he has to have one dunk. Granted, he never does it, but Ben Simmons has to make one of one. I'm going Ben Simmons. I mean, he's still an NBA player. He can still make a free Ste- throw. Steph could have a wide open lane, and, he's, he's and I still think he would take a layup. He'd shoot a three, or he just he'd, he'd, shoot, he'd have a wide open he'd lane. Shoot a, he'd shoot a three. If he has a wide open lane to the bucket, he's and he's past the three point line. He's not gonna go for a layup. He's gonna shoot the three. I mean, he his three, he's three, he like he almost makes threes at a clip to where he that's basically a layup for him anyway. Yes. So like, there you go. All right. I would that? say this this will be the last one that I've got. So this says, would you rather? But I'm gonna say, which one do you think is more impressive? Dunking on Hakeem Olajuwon or blocking Michael Jordan? Um. Because would you rather? I would say blocking Michael Jordan. I would rather because you you like get more publicity for it because it's Michael Jordan. But which do you think is more impressive, dunking on Akeem or blocking Jordan? I, I, I'd say it's blocking Jordan. I, I, yeah, I pretty I, much say it's blocking Jordan. I can't, like, it's the greatest player of all time, one of the greatest dunkers of all time. There's really no question here. It's blocking Jordan. Dude, people need to be higher on Hakeem. I mean, he's good, but, like, it's the greatest player of all time. What am I going to say? It's the greatest shot blocker of all time. Yeah, but he's he's not the greatest player of all time. It's Jordan. Michael Jordan's not the greatest dunker of all time. Yeah, but it's still the greatest player of all time. It's there's more people know who Michael Jordan is than Hakeem Olajuwon. I mean, yeah. That's all I need right there. All right, that's that's all I've got. Do we want to get into the nitty gritty? All right, boys. This is what y'all have been waiting for. Maybe it's top ten, our top ten shooting guards in the league. Which this is a good one. This was hard for me to do. Yes, I know this Point is guards Jonah. will be even better, but this is really good. So, Jonah, I would without say, further ado. Before, we, before I start, okay. this is subject to change. All of these guys on here, like, especially like four, four through ten, really. My top three, I would say. So, all these guys can move around. I, I'm, I just wrote it down. Going into next season, this is my list. Yeah. All these guys can move around. These guys are closer than, like, the small forwards list is. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Just because I know that, um, I know that a lot of these players just had really good seasons this past year. Some of them might have been <laughs> down. So like a hundred percent, this list can change, and I'm not going to disagree. I'm really not going to disagree with any takes here. Right. So yeah, Jonah. Without further ado, you go number one or number ten. My t- my ten is Tyler Hero. I think Tyler Hero can be 
I think he can, he can't be the guy on a like on a championship team, but he is the perfect um he's the perfect guy that you can have in with like the bench squad and you're not going to notice any performance drop off from the starters. He's he's that perfect guy in my opinion. And also he can work well with the starters. He can do whatever you want him to because he he made a considerable jump in his playmaking ability and we know how good he is on offense just in general. So, my tennis hero as painful as it was to see him go down in the playoffs this past year because he was doing really well. So I think he's going to have a really good season uh, coming up. Okay, that's I'll tell I mean that's not a crazy take. I'll I'll give it to you. What, I'll give it to you. Why do you think he should not be on the list? I don't think he should be on the list, but I also don't think it's crazy to put him on the list just because I love I think Tyler he's Hero. I think he's right off. For me my number 10 is Desmond Desmond Bame. Ooh. Okay. I like I like Desmond Bame. Great player. Show that he he has all-star potential this season. He can he's shown that he can create for himself a little bit this year after me having a I mean a lot of us had reservations on whether he was just a spot-up shooter that was really good at shooting. But that's when, what he was his rookie year, 100%. When John Morant went out, he shown that he can be the guy in times and that's what the Grizzlies need. And I think I would, he also performed well in the playoffs, which is something that I it's my number one thing. So, yeah. I'll talk more about him in a little bit. I just think that Desmond Bain is a player that you can basically, you can he's good at, he's a good two way player. I understand you, that his length and his body his body attributes aren't fully there yet. Like he no, his little, length isn't great. He needs to get faster. I feel like he can get he can he he's I would he doesn't need to bulk up. I mean he's huge. no he's huge. But I, I think, remember when they drafted him. I looked up a picture of him and there's this one picture of him at TCU. It I don't his his last name fits him. Let's just say that. I think he can lose. I think he could lose a bit of weight and get a bit faster, especially as a basketball player. I agree. Player. I don't think he need. I think, especially going into this season, then with being without Jaw, Desmond Bain might start at the small forward to start out the year. Mm-hmm. And I think him being that big means he can guard those guys. Like he, whenever they've played the Lakers in the past, he's guarded Braun and he's done it like de- as decent as you can because of how big he is. I think he's. And I mean, obviously, he's a great shooter. That's something that I. Mm-hmm. That's his main. That play style and something that I, you know, you see from him a lot. So, uh, who's your number nine? My number nine is it's it's one of those cases where it's a good like a really good player on a, they're not a bad team. They're just eh, disappointing. Is Zach Levine? Zach Levine, yeah, okay. Zach Zach Levine's that guy, man. No, no, he's, no. He he's on my list. Zach Levine's I'll say that. legit. Zach Levine is legit. He it's the Chicago Bulls. Whenever they got them together, Lonzo's a big part of it too. With Lonzo, I think they're a lot better of a team because Lonzo is like a solid player. We saw that whenever he first came to Chicago. Is Chicago that experiment down there has been kind of rough? And Lonzo has said that like he's kind of disappointed. He wanted to see what what they could do, but we might never see it. And it's kind of sad because Zach Levine, they all played together very well, and. Yeah, that's why I have Zach Levine at nine. He can just—he's one of those guys that you can kind of put in and not worry about him because he's mm-hmm. gonna work well with like a, a so many situations. Yeah, obviously I think Zach Levine is really good. Uh, you'll have to see where I put him on my list. He is on my list somewhere down there, just a bit lower than uh, where I have him. At my nine, I have Dejounte Murray. Mm, okay, I love I, Dejounte Murray. I love Dejounte Murray. He would be higher too for me. But after this season being second fiddle to Trey Young, I, I did, did have to dock him just a bit just because he's not – I mean, he can be the guy, but when Trey Young's on the court, Trey Young is the guy. And unfortunately, that's how it is. 
I mean, they play better when DeJounte Murray is the guy. And I think also DeJounte Murray should be a point guard, but he is a shooting guard. I put him there mm -hmm. just because he does play shooting guard alongside Trey Young. But DeJounte Murray is one of the greatest perimeter, one of the best perimeter defenders in the league. Mm -hmm. And I, I yes. love how he plays. I love I love how, on both sides of the ball how he plays. And, I mean, he's he's basically just a complete player. I don't – there's not really a weakness in his game. He's just – I think his situation is unfortunate. It is. I think that Trey Young could definitely get him involved more. I mean, he only yes. averaged 15 points a game this season, which is... I also just think he's a point guard. He, he is. And he works better at the point guard. He's, like, he's 6'5", probably. He's 6'5", and he's a great defender. He could, he can completely shut down a point guard, and you'll never hear from them in the game. Yeah. He, he's... It's unfortunate where he's at. I would have him higher, but it's where I have him today, and that's, right. that's where it is. Who's your eight? My eight is... He's... He is that guy, but it's just with some of the recent stuff about him not playing as much, it does dock him a, a good bit. It's Paul George. Ooh. Paul George is so he so he's on the shooting guard list because he does play shooting guard because when they're both healthy, Kawhi plays small forward. Yeah. I have Paul George under like some young like some younger guys just because of those younger guys are a lot more consistent in playing. And when Paul George does play, he sorry about he my does. <laughs> when Paul George does play, he can be inconsistent at times. I've noticed, especially as he's gotten older. Paul George is one, one of is like the second biggest what if in NBA history behind Derrick Rose for me, because if he hadn't gotten injured in that scrimmage, oh man, because before he got injured, he was a athletic freak of nature. He was crazy. So I love Paul George. It's just he's kind of been rendered to like a, a shooter. And it's kind of sad to see. But I hope he can do better this season. I hope he plays more. Yeah. Um, yeah that's, I, I, not going to say how I feel about that yet. Just uh, going to move on to my – is it eight now? My number eight? Yes, it's your eight. My number eight is uh, Bradley Beal. Whoa. Okay. Now let me explain. Wow. Bradley Beal did not play well this season. It's based on this season. I do not feel he, he, he didn't want to. He did not play well this season. He was not the best player on his team this season. Chris Dapps was. I want to see more out of him because I think he can be way higher on this list. Way higher. Oh, it's because he is way higher on this list. But right now where he is, he is number eight for me. He did not play well. Chris Dapps was the best player on the Wizards this year. I mean... It, you're, you might have your list a little bit different than mine. You're basing it a lot of what they did last season. I'm basing it on right now, who do I take? Because I, I, think I know... Genuinely, he, I, take, I take all the players ahead of him. I know he's going to do better this season. I know he's going to do better. Because it, but you think he's the if, third option now. If you're on it, he'll still be great because Durant apparently shares the ball now. Averages like seven assists on the Suns. But I just think... When you're on a team, I've seen this so many times in uh, baseball especially. There's a, a whole bunch of guys like this. If you're on a team and you don't want to be there, you're, you're, you're going to play worse. If you don't want to be somewhere, you're, you're not going to give 100%. And I think that was a lot of what the case was this past season, in I mean, my opinion. 
there whether whether or not that was the case i mean that's that's just how he played and so that's why i put him there and so whether uh, we'll hope hopefully he can play better but uh, i guess we'll move on to your number 7 my number my number 7 is Desmond Bain i'm biased a little bit i will say i this right now i take Desmond Bain over like the guys i've listed Paul George Zach Levine Tyler Hero cuz he's more consistent and to what I think he can do going into this season because he's shown that he can be that guy when Josh off the court and he'll have that opportunity again uh, this upcoming season. I think them getting Marcus Smart is only going to make Desmond Bain even better because Desmond Bain can worry about he's not he's not the greatest ball handler yet but now with Marcus Smart he doesn't have to worry about that as much. I I think Desmond Bain is set to be I th- my prediction is that he's going to be an all-star this year. I think he was set to be an all-star last year, but he got injured with that toe injury, which was unfortunate because he was averaging like 24 a game um, at the beginning of the season. So, yeah, I have Desmond Bain at seven. I just think the West All-Stars the West All-Stars are a lot harder to just pick. Oh, to West it's, All-Stars are stacked, yes. It's really hard to be an all-star in the West. And, yes, I agree. But I, I do think he has a good case for it this year. Mm-hmm. My seven is, is where I put Zach Levine. Okay. Yeah. 100%. Because I feel like he more often than more often than not he's the best player on that Bulls team. Yes. And he can shoot the lights out. He can. He's basically on offense. He can do anything you need him to do. He can play the point guard. He can play the shooting guard. He can create. He can. Pa- he can pass. He can shoot. He can make. He can go down low and you know get dirty. He can do literally anything on offense. On I would defense. That's another him, story. Yeah, I would compare him to a not as good Vince Carter. Because Vince Carter could do everything, he could he could dunk on your entire family, but he's also like top ten all time in threes made. Zach Levine reminds me of that because Zach Levine could just hurt you in any in any way that you give him. I think all of us forget to the time where Vince Carter made was it I think nine three pointers in a game. No, it was eleven three pointers in it a was game. Ele- it was eleven. It was eleven three pointers in a game, and now he's in the top five all time for you know three pointers made in a game in a regular season game so mm-hmm. he can shoot the lights out when yes. he when he gets hot he's a very very he, I mean he is very streaky though i will give him that mm-hmm. he that's why he's not higher than a lot of these other players because he gets hot for a while but then he will have his times where you know he'll go and maybe get you 18 and you know not and that's playing why, well that's why everyone thought the bulls were going to be better than they were is because whenever he did have those games they had demar but it just hasn't worked out as well as they would have hoped, I would say. I'd say Lonzo is just a big, bigger factor than people. Yes, thought he was. it. I I hate to see that because I like Lonzo. Everyone was really high on him, like come out of the draft, and then he struggled a little bit. But then he proved his he proved his hype going to the Bulls, and it's just it's sad that it was what ultimately caused by his shoes. Some yep, it was. Man. Anyway, who's tough. your number six, Jonah? My six is. Is Jalen Brown? Whoa! There's some guys. Jalen Brown is my six. You're biased a little bit. I'm a little biased, but I'm not this biased. But you—that's—that's that's crazy, bro. It's—it's it's not. If you look at the guys that are above him, no, it's no, really no, not. no, no, no. I'm looking at the list and I'm seeing the guys you're putting above him, and I—I I just uh huh. Really, I'm not. Just... I'm not basing this off of what all these players did last season I am basing it off of who would I rather take going into next season 
as it stands right now, fully healthy and playing to 100% of their potential. I mean, still, bro. I mean, still. Really? Heck, I could have. I've. I think I've argued with you before that Desmond Bain and Jalen Brown were very similar. And since I'm biased, I could have very well put Bain above Jalen Brown just to spite you, but I didn't. Man, you're gonna hate my list. Wow, you're gonna hate it so much. I'm not. Oh boy. Um. Because so, all these guys above the, that I have above them are proven. And Jalen Brown's not. Not to his contract, he's not. But 100%. we're not we're not we're not talking about player equity. We're talking about player efficiency, and he's that's that's part of it. Not his, but like we're not saying he's a he's not a worse player because his contract is more though. You don't factor in his contract at all when it comes to talking about how people, good a player pe- he is. People factor in his contract when they're when they're mentioning him because they mention him with like like the top in the top three shooting guards. I think. And the contract contributes to that. Because he makes the big bucks now. And I'm not saying that I don't think he could vastly improve this season. Because I think he could. I think he very well could. I don't think he needs to improve. He averaged 26 a game. That's more than I, all the other players on uh, the, all the other players on this list but one. All The five players I have above him I know are capable of. All these players above him could average 26 easily. Not this season, but they either have in their career in the past, or they very well could if they if that's what their situation called for. Okay, so then I'll go to my number six. You're gonna hate me now. Uh, I put James Harden at my number six. Okay, calm down. I mean, he didn't even average 20 a game this season. That's my that's he my led thing. the league in assists, Isaac. He did lead the league in assists, but. Think about it. He's the second fiddle to uh, MVP candidate. The MVP. <sighs> he's not sec. It's not like he's second fiddle to a guy that's not good. He's second fiddle to debatably the best player in the NBA. No, you're right. But still, you can average 20 a game doing that, and he didn't. He's not. Uh, I, I'm. You can I, average 20 a game if you're not also averaging double digit assists. As a if you're averaging or- double digit assists, it is. It is wild if you average 20 points if your name is not Russell Westbrook. In my opinion, James Harden was not a great player this season. In the, in the postseason, he played very well. In he was a great couple, player this in a, season. In a couple games he played, he played very well. But assists on a player don't matter as much as a player that can score and be the guy. James Harden was never the guy even when James uh, Joel Embiid was out. He was only the guy in the playoffs. He doesn't need to be. Well, he needed to be at some point, like, and he couldn't be. That's like saying, that's like saying J- Jalen Brown needs to be the guy. That's why he I doesn't. Th- that's why I no, but I'm, that's why I think Jalen Brown is better than James Harden because Jalen Brown and jo- Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, or Jalen Brown and James Harden are both second fiddles to very good players. Who played? Whose team won? With a whose team won in the playoffs? Team. Okay, who? Yeah, yeah, team. The 76ers and Celtics are very comparable teams. Joel Embiid is better than Jason Tatum. He is better than Jason Tatum. So then, why didn't they win? Because the rest of the team, as far as the Celtics goes, is is a good bit better. I mean, Tyrese Maxey is better than Marcus Smart. Uh, Mark Smart. Okay, and then, then where does it go after that? Tobias Don't say Harris. Tobias Harris. Tobias Don't Harris do is just as good as probably even better. I think he's better than Al Horford. 
Al Horford gives you more than Tobias Harris does a lot of the time. Um, true. But you've got to think the 76ers have a good squad, and with James Harden as their second fiddle, he could not bring them past that second round. So you're blaming him for the team's failure. I'm not blaming him for the team's failure. I'm saying that That's exactly a, what you did. I'm saying as a second fiddle and as a shooting guard, he didn't play well this year. His assists, his assists are good. I'm not going to say his assists aren't. That's why he he's on this list in the first place. Basically 20 and 10. Yeah, he averaged only 20, though, as a shooting guard. And a, and a career best in three-point percentage. In my opinion, I think the players over here have displayed better have displayed better ways of leading their teams and can lead teams better than James Harden has this season. Now, past seasons... Did you, if we were talking about the greatest, the best player on this list at their prime, James Harden is number one on this list, no question. Wait, are you saying that James Harden didn't average twenty a game this year? He was very. It was like twenty point one. He averaged twenty one. Okay, twenty one. It's still he, very. He low. hasn't. He ever. He hasn't averaged less than twenty a game since his third year in the league. Okay, then um, I he almost he averaged very very low points per game though for his career though it was his it was almost and, career low. And the lowest turnovers in a long time. I'm not saying he's a bad distributor. He's a great distributor, but that's more of a point guard skill. And you said if we're ranking this on the best shooting guards, a shooting guard's got to be able to shoot and score. Well, who's the who's the 76 point guard? I mean, technically, that, that's the thing. That was one thing I was. That, that was another thing that I was going to talk to you about, and I didn't ever got around to it. Tyrese Maxey technically is the shooting guard on the 76ers. James Harden, James Harden technically so, plays the point guard. So you can't say that's more of a point guard's job because a lot of the time he acts as the point guard. I put him as a shooting guard. And he's guard fantastic Because he's, he's named as the shooting guard on the Sixers. He's and, named as the shooting guard, but he acts as the point guard. So I think that's why he is perfect. I just think James Harden had a really big dip this year. Did I, let rank, did I rank him a little low? Maybe. I might have put. I, I could. I don't think there are four players on this list though that I would not rank him. I above. just. I just don't see where you're talking about that he dipped. He didn't. He got. He got better in every single stat that I'm looking at. His scoring average. That's what I'm looking at. It's the same as last year. On the Sixers. The on the Sixers, he has not played well. He's dipped, meaning on the Sixers, he has dipped. He has averaged the same on the Sixers both years. Yeah, um, I know, and I'm saying on the, he has dipped since he's been on the Sixers. Because he's really never been a second fiddle except for Kevin Durant, where he basically averaged the same amount of points. You're right. He has never been a second fiddle, and so he's not good at averaging a lot as a second fiddle. But that still means that he is not playing as well as a second fiddle. Just because you don't score as much doesn't mean you're not as good of a player. In this case, I think it is because James Harden is defined by his scoring. No, he's not. Not anymore, he's not. 100% not. I'm not saying that James Harden is a bad player, too. I just think that the five players above him are just a bit better. Now, I could switch him between my six, my five and six. I could switch my five and six. I could very well put him at number five. But I think there's four players that are definitively better than James Harden. And one of them is Jalen Brown, and I think it's blasphemous. I think it's terrible, actually. Jalen Brown's a, be a better offensive scorer this season. He was a better defender okay, this season. Okay, scorer. He's a better scorer this season. He was a better defender this season. He's more athletic than James Harden. 
all of these you're saying are because he's young, especially athleticism. But James, James Harden has ne James never. never been a good defender. Okay. So that's another thing. Jalen Brown can't dribble the ball to save his life. That's true. He turns the ball. Here, let me look at turnovers. I guarantee James Harden shoots a better three-point and field goal percentage. I will say he has been a lot more efficient on the 76ers. That's, that, that is a thing that I, I can't deny. He's, a gr he's been very efficient. But to me, I just I cannot, in my right mind, do that to put him over Jalen Brown. I can, will, did. All right, we'll move on. Who is your number five? My number five is Beal. Okay. Beal is legit. Beal, I think people have forgotten just because of this this past season how good Bradley Beal was at one point. <clears throat> he had a down year, and he still averaged 23. He's averaged 30 multiple times in his career. He's he's about as solid of a scorer as we have in the NBA, and just people have forgotten about it just because he's on one of the worst franchise, one of the not-as-good franchises in the NBA. And I, I think he deserves his respect. To, I ranked my list differently than you. I said, based it on this past season and how they were off this past season, you based it off of how they are now going into next season. So, I could very, if I if I ranked it off of that, I would put Bradley Beal higher as well. I just I just rank it off of top who I think the top ten guys are. I'm ranking it basically based off of not like any like pat like past year or anything. I'm ranking it off of. Just as simple as it gets, who would I rather have as it stands right now? That's what I base it off of. Okay. So not maybe not necessarily going into next season, but who would just who would I rather have? As simple as that. All right. And, yeah, he's averaged 31, 30. Uh, it's, his numbers are stupid. It's just, yes, he did, he did take a dip this past year. Yes, that is true. He averaged 23 in a down year and shot, still shot 36% from three. And fit, he shot 50% from the field as a shooting guard. That's very good. I did not know that. So he shot his career best in field goal percentage, but he did dip in a lot of the categories. But I think he's set to still average the same as he did this past year, and he's going to be the third option. So that's why I have... Beal at five. Okay. Okay. I I mean, like, I don't disagree with that. I think my number five too. I said to, I told you this. I could go back and forth on my five and six because I, J James Harden I could very well make number five. Mhm. Mm because I mean, both these players kind of have taken a dip. But number oh, please don't five, say the player. I think you, my number five. Please is Paul don't say George. the player. It's Paul George. Okay. 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 Yes. Hundred percent. My number five is Paul. George. Healthy, healthy playing. I get it. Hundred percent. Because Paul George is yes. a great player. Two-way player. I think also you have to factor in the fact that Paul George is like six nine, playing shooting mm -hmm. guard. So playing shooting guard. Yes. I. I He's also still about as solid as a defender as you can get. I also think that he was an All Star last year because he deserved and he deserved to be an All Star last season. Yes. I. Anytime you make Paul George an All Star, I'm never going to argue with you. And I mean, I'm, he's he's the best. I think he's the best player on the Clippers because Kawhi never ever comes to play most of the time. Because Kawhi, he plays a lot more than Kawhi does. Yes, I would agree. 
I just ranked him a little bit low. I probably should have ranked him higher. I just ranked him a little bit lower just purely because of next year. I don't think he's – I'm because right now I would pick a lot of players over him because I know that he's going to be out. Mm-hmm. So I probably should have ranked him higher looking back on it. But, again, we said at the beginning, these players can move around so much. I think every I think every single player on my list could very well move around, even number one. All right, who's your four? My four is James Harden. I I value his passing so much in terms of um, what he brings to 76ers. Okay, He's so, so pr- I, I thought – so that's not as bad as I thought. I thought that you thought my take was incredibly blasphemous, even though that – our James Harden aren't, aren't too far apart. I thought you would put him in, like, top three, two or three. No, the top three guys I think are, are solidified. Okay. In my opinion. But James Harden, he, he – pr- I used to hate James Harden. He proved me. He proved me wrong. I said that he could not adapt to who he plays with, and he has very clearly done that. And I think that bumps him up a whole bunch for me because when he was on the Rockets, he was one of the greatest scorers. We we saw him have some of the greatest MVP seasons ever. He would average thirty five a game. It, but we've seen that he can do more than just score, and I think that's what that's where his value that's where his value lies for me at least. Granted, he does need. He does talk a lot. He just got to find what was it? Daryl Morey. Ten thousand dollars. Or no, it was more than that. He got find a hundred k. It was a hundred. It was a hundred. He got find a hundred k. He does talk a lot. Daryl Morey, I. Yeah, I mean, I get why James Harden is upset, but still. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. It's not for me to talk about, because. uh, True. Yeah. My number four, and it's 100% recency bias here. Let's just make this clear. It's 100% recency bias. I don't think if you would have told, asked me right after the NBA Finals this, I would have put him this high. But Anthony Edwards, man. Anthony Edwards is him. He is mini Jordan. Anthony Edwards is that dude. I love Anthony Edwards. And I'm looking at Jordan's face right now, and I'm seeing that I put him way too high. But I love Anthony Edwards. He is the best player on that USA team. No questions asked. No questions asked. He can drop, give you 50 any night. He's got Jordan. He's got the mentality of a of a Michael Jordan. And on top of that, he was an All Star this past year and will 100% almost be an All Star this year. And I think with a, a better Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert season this year, his team is destined to be an NBA contender. See. My three is Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. Yeah, you were saying that I thought you put him too high. No, I I just think that Anthony Edwards is one of the guys that is the future of the NBA. 100%. I look at him as I look at him up there in terms of future of the NBA with Luka, Tatum, those guys. I he's up there 100%. Mm-hmm. So, I because I do think he's because you still haven't mentioned Jalen Brown yet. I do think he's better than Jalen Brown. Would you say you're a little bit biased? Because Anthony Edwards is, like, absurd. No, I don't think I do. Mm. Do not think I'm biased. Sure, sure. 100%. Anthony Edwards, as, as like, mediocre as that Minnesota team kind of looks, on the paper dude. they don't look... On on paper, they don't look necessarily mediocre because they have Carlton Towns, Rico Bear, but all, their performance has been mediocre. He's he could lead that team to whatever he wants to because 
he's just that guy. It's his mentality that is. It's yes. His mentality that is what makes me put him that high. He reminds me of a of a, of a Jordan with a, a sense of humor, because Jordan didn't have a sense of humor. <laughs> he's that dude. He's that. But dude. Anthony Edwards is crazy. I speak from experience. Even when he wasn't quite as good as he is now, a couple seasons ago when the Grizzlies played them, the Timberwolves in the playoffs, he still would light the Grizzlies up. They still almost lost purely because of him, and that's when he wasn't as good as he is now. Yeah. So I, I just think it's it's absurd how people are just now realizing that he's this guy. He's that guy. Like people are so high on him now. Not a couple of years ago, they wouldn't be. I was high on him as soon as he got drafted. I know he's that guy. And he's uh, tall too. How yeah. tall is he? Like six, six seven. seven, six he's, eight, he's six, six seven, six eight. Something no, like that. No, he is not six eight. He is six six, six seven, maybe. He plays bigger than that because he's one of the most athletic players in the NBA. Yes, he is. All right. So my three. He's is twenty. Jaylen. He's twenty one years old. All right. So my three is Jalen Brown. Okay, I'm glad that you didn't push it. No, I don't <laughs> think he's any more than three. I do not think he's any more than than three. I don't think he's any less than three. He is a. He's a great defender, a great scorer. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. people are very down on him right now, and I understand why. He is good with one hand. I understand that. His left hand is bad, and he played very badly in this past year's playoffs. And so the fact that he played badly in the playoffs is keeping me from keep putting him any higher. I hope so. But you have to factor in the fact. I know you don't factor in this, but he was NBA second team. Now I understand all NBA second team doesn't matter much to you. I'm going to I'm going to all give you NBA more team period doesn't mean a whole lot to me. He also, on top of that, averaged 26.4 points a game, mm-hmm. which is a amazing stat line for the fact that he is the second best player on his team. No other second fiddle in the league did that. Anthony Davis maybe could do that. I don't think I he would did say that this AD could. I don't uh, think he did well, it this no. season, though. No. He never he never will because he doesn't play inconsistently. What duo, though, averages more points than Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? <laughs> There's not. Exactly. Which means all Jason Tatum averaged. He, he allowed Jason Tatum to have a season-high scoring average, and then on top of that, still scored 26 a game. So you have to think, as a second fiddle, there is no better in the league. I just am one of those people that doesn't, Unless they make changes, I don't think the Celtics make a ton of noise in the finals yet, because they, they're two, they're they're one two guys. They're they're possibly the like the best duo in the NBA. They're they're, I mean they're probably only behind like one duo I would say, mm-hmm. but there's like Jalen Brown doesn't bring anything that Tatum doesn't, except for he's he's a little bit better of a defender. I just think any everything you get with Jalen, you get with Jason. That's why I don't rank Jalen as high. He's still he's absurd, but I just don't rank him as high because I don't think he can give you. He can definitely improve, and if he does, then he'll be bumped up a lot. But I don't think he gives you a ton that Jason doesn't already give you. And I mean, I can't disagree with that. I understand mm-hmm. that you have a you have a duo on the Celtics of two very similar players, two good yes. two way players. That's why I did do think that Chris Stapp's Porzingis uh, acquisition this offseason was big for them. And yes, that that is one acquisition that could, they could make noise with that one hundred percent. 
I mean, there's still a question at playmaking, but I think Malcolm mm -hmm. Brogdon can do that pretty well. I think I love Brogdon, so. I also think Jason Tatum has gotten a lot better at his playmaking. Jalen Brown still has a bit of tunnel vision. I will say that. He is, his his tunnel vision is why I can't rank him any higher either, just because he, he when he wants to score, he's going to score, and he can't pass, he doesn't pass as much. That's what he's, right. got Mike, he's got the Michael Porter Jr. effects, I'd say. Oh, but yeah. Uh -huh. Yes. But also, Jalen Brown is that guy that will make a shot to change the direction of a game. If you look at a lot of these Miami Heat Conference Finals games where you know the Celtics were down and out, down 3-0, uh, Jalen Brown, in those games when they were down, would make a shot that would be like insane. And then it no, would he's, a very, he's a very clutch player. They're, again, they're both clutch. Well, he would make an insane fader, fade, mid, fading mid-range shot when they were down, and then the Celtics would go on a run. Jalen Brown mm -hmm. is that guy that can end a run. He can score at a very good clip. He can be the guy on the offense when Jason Tatum's off. Yes, I, I do agree with that. I think that is the thing that has improved. He's also gotten tremendously better at playing alongside Jason Tatum. Him and Jason Tatum complement mm -hmm. each other a lot better than they used to. Yes, they. it used to not work nearly as well as it does now. People were questioning that duo. Now no one questions how they, they can, them being able to play together. All The <laughs> only reason why I can understand putting him low was his play, his performance in this past year's playoffs and his was questionable. And his, yes, his inability and to his drive left hand. If, that's, that's the main thing for me is you can easily be successful as like not not being able to dribble as well. Obviously, like he's in, he's he's definitively in the top ten, and probably by the end of the season will be in the, like the top five, top four. But if I have a guard, I want them to be able to dribble. Tatum Tatum does make up for that, so I think that's why it's not as noticeable because mm -hmm. Tatum at the four position makes up for a lot of that because he's a fantastic ball handler. Jalen Brown. He's also he, he also does bring in that he can play small forward. I mean, he was yes. on the All-NBA team as a forward this year. He's, what, probably 6'7"? He's 6'7", and he, him, he's 6'7". He can play, he can, he can play, no, I'm not saying he can't, he can play inside, but he can, he can take contact. On yes, he's built. He's, he's definitely built. He's also, I arguably, more, more, more athletic than Jason Tatum. I would say he's more athletic than Jason Tatum, yes. Just because Tatum's just taller. Yes, so that's that's my reasoning. He's not more athletic than Anthony Edwards, obviously. No, mm. I think not Anthony, many people are. I think in a couple, I think a couple weeks into the season, people are going to be putting Edwards over Jalen Brown too, just because Anthony Edwards has finally hit his peak, or not even his peak. He's finally just. Oh, made I don't it. think he's close to his peak yet. <laughs> but I, I, I that's do the crazy think part that, about him. I do think that Anthony Edwards will finally start to get more respect. But that's my number three, mm. and. You know, you can go on to your number two then. I'm stuck. My two and one, my one two are pretty easy. I don't think there's any question about my one two. I, uh, know, I know who's two, obviously, and I know who's one, obviously. I don't, because if you look at them, they're a lot closer than you think they are. If you look at their stats. Yeah, I'm looking. You look at stats; they're very similar. I'm not going to argue on that. But. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say what I have written down, but this is another one. This is one of those that could easily it f could flip based on how they play that week. Just give your one. Just give your two and your, your just give both of them two one. So my two is Donovan Mitchell. My one is Devin Booker. If you look at their stats, they're dang near identical. Uh, Donovan Mitchell shoots a much. Uh, the only difference is Donovan Mitchell shoots a higher percentage from uh, three. 
that's the that's the one like glaring difference. They're both oh, man, it's so tough. They're both unstoppable. They're they're two of the best scorers in the entire NBA. There's they averaged what Donovan probably almost averaged thirty this year. Yeah, so Donovan Mitchell averaged twenty eight point three. Devin Booker averaged twenty seven point eight. Their the assist numbers are basically the same. Devin Booker averages five point five. Look at look at sample size though. Look at how many games they both played. Okay, so so what do you, do you, who do you think played more games? I hundred percent know Donovan Mitchell played more games. Yes, he played fifteen more games. He played sixty eight games. That's that's one of the main reasons why I want to put Donovan number one so bad. But right now, give me Devin Booker. I think that could very, very easily change. I think they're neck and neck. But, I think, uh, yeah. I think my, mine is flipped. I have Donovan Mitchell number one and Devin Booker number two. And for me, uh, though, I think, it's, I think it's unquestionable, though. I 100% unquestionably think Donovan Mitchell is number one. There's no question in my mind. I don't think why? Donovan Mitchell is – I don't think Don, Donovan Mitchell is a top five player in this league. I think I think you could make an argument for both of these guys being a top five player in this league. I think Devin Booker's a great player. I honestly do. I think he's one of the greatest shooters. He, he's a better shooter. I think Devin Booker is a better shooter than Donovan Mitchell. I know that Donovan Mitchell had a higher three-point percentage, but I think Devin Booker I is I think a Mitchell's shooter. a better three-point shooter. Don, Devin Booker's just an overall better shooter because the de- degree of difficulty on his shots is usually higher. Also, you look at Devin Booker, I 100% promise you he, he shot more threes this season than, de- than Donovan Mitchell. Because Devin Booker is a outside-in player. Donovan Mitchell is an inside-out player. Okay. Should I look at three-pointers? T- no, here, hold on. I'm just going to look up Devin Booker uh, three-pointers attempted. That's not how you spell that. You Three PA per game. That's how much he averaged. Um... That, yeah, that's how much he averaged. I'm not getting a total. See, yeah, I, all I'm my main point for this argument is that Devin Booker is an outside-in player. When yes. You, Devin Booker plays from the outside, but he, he can score inside, but he is mainly an outside player. Donovan Mitchell mm-hmm. is an inside scorer that can shoot the ball too. That can that can rain from outside. Yes. So you look at and you look at players too. I mean, they're both, and also at the same time, they're both amazing distributors. Donovan Mitchell averaged averaged a, uh, what was it, eight assists this year. Devin Booker. Donovan Mitchell, he averaged he averaged four. Well, he only averaged four assists. Yes, he averaged four. They both averaged like basically five and like around five. I mean, I guess Donovan Mitchell does play with uh, play with Darius Garland, but that's that's crazy to me just because in his Devin Booker averaged. Devin Booker averaged five point five, and Donovan Mitchell averaged four point four. Wow. Okay. I thought I was thinking more like eight, just because of his games where he does. When he scored seventy one, he had eleven assists. It's Darius Garland. Darius Garland is a lot of times the ball handler coming that's out the court at least. Also, Devin, Devin Booker, Booker is, with, is usually the ball handler. He also played with Chris Paul too, though. That's why he didn't get as many assists. It's trash, Chris Paul, though. So. I mean, Chris Paul is still always going to be a good passer, though. Hmm. I think that Donovan Mitchell is unquestionably better just because Donovan Mitchell is better at all points on the court. When you look inside, when I, when I need a bucket inside between Devin Booker or Donovan Mitchell, I'm going Donovan Mitchell. If I need a bucket on the outside, I'm thinking a second before I go with Devin Booker. If I need a bucket in the mid-range, it's Devin Booker, no question. 
I'm thinking a second before I go with Devin Booker. If I need a bucket in a one-on-one -on -one situation, I'm going Devin Booker, no question. Devin Booker's taller. Oh. I'll give you that. A one-on-one -on -one situation, I'm going Devin Booker. Inside, I think it's closer than people think because Devin Booker's tough. Devin Booker can finish through contact. I've seen it. But Donovan, Donovan, I'd say, is a better inside scorer. Also, Donovan yes. Mitchell is vastly more athletic than Devin Booker. Yes. Devin Booker is sneaky athletic, though. People don't give him enough credit for that. He but is Donovan, sneaky athletic. Donovan Mitchell's one of the most athletic players this league has ever seen, though. I'd be careful with saying that, but... <laughs> I mean, he's got, a dunk, he's got a dunk contest championship under his belt. That doesn't mean anything. I know, but you've got to think of it. You mean, you've got to factor it in just a tad bit. No. Also... You know, the most athletic player in the NBA has never competed in the dunk contest. So That's true, that's true. I'm glad that we're thinking of the same person. Thank in, you. In my opinion, I think that Donovan Mitchell is unquestionably the best shooting guard in this league just because of his ability to score from anywhere and be amazing at all of it. Mm -hmm. Devin Booker no, is amazing at three-point, is amazing at shooting, but he is not always amazing at scoring inside. I think he's gotten vastly better over the course of his career. I think he's only going to get better. But I, I, Donovan Mitchell, I love Devin Booker, Kentucky guy. But Donovan Mitchell, it hurts to say because he's from Louisville. Sorry, Steve. Donovan Mitchell is one of my favorite players that's currently in the NBA. I love Donovan Mitchell. They're just so similar. They've both gone off for 70. They've both, they, they're both practically unguardable. Mm -hmm. It's just, I think it's going to be a week-to-week -week basis who I think is better. And I think Donovan can get better at uh, distributing the ball. Uh, you also got to factor in defense. And, I mean, uh, Donovan Mitchell's a better defender, too. They're both good defenders, but Donovan is better, yes. Donovan's think, a big dude. Okay, I think Devin Booker tries on defense, which is a lot more than you say from a lot of other NBA players, but I don't, say, I don't think yeah. he's good at it. He's, a good, he's an above-average defender. Well, it's just Donovan. Donovan's a good defender at the at the guard position because he's huge. You've also got Donovan's six one. When I say huge, I mean he's jacked. True, true. So no, I he's, think that's he's where, stocky. He's I, very stocky. And the, you're you're right. And I think that's where we're gonna end it, guys. Mm -hmm. Right there. Uh, we wanted to go shorter, and it's an hour. We're at an hour and ten minutes of recording now. So. Uh, I don't it's know how I'm gonna. Fine. I don't know how I'm gonna edit this, but I am not gonna make this as long as the recording session has been. So you can edit out like all of that James Harden discussion because that's mostly where it was. Yeah, uh, I will. I will probably do something like that. But I like thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, please uh, leave us. Uh, please subscribe to our channel and uh, leave a like on the video and leave a comment down below telling us what you've thought about it. Everything like that. We're trying to, you know, get more engagement on our videos, and then. Mm -hmm. Go to Spotify. If you're on Spotify right now, then uh, five-star the video. Just give us a listen. All that all that jazz. Just make sure, you know, give us the love that I hope maybe we can maybe deserve at some point. But uh, thank you all so much for watching, and we will see you guys next time. Wear your seatbelts.